The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Tonight in the show, Aaron Diamond from Channel 2 Action News will join us. The comedian Jackie Fabulous, who's at the punchline tonight, will uh, partake in tonight's broadcast as well. But let's lead off. It's another Georgia Bulldog Friday. The dog's in action here tomorrow on your Home of the Dogs. It all starts at uh, 10, uh, 11.30 a.m. Kickoff at 3.30 p.m. on your Home of the Dogs. The Dogs taking on a top-ranked Kentucky team. A top-10 Kentucky team. WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black joins us. That's got to be a misprint, Jay Black. Kentucky's in the top-10? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. This is only the third time that the two teams have ever faced each other when they've been ranked, but not in the top-10. And the only other times it's ever happened was 2007 in 1946 and now Kentucky and Georgia can both play for the SEC East Championship the winner takes it the loser does not Georgia has won this division six times Kentucky never has um you know every other year that I've been a Georgia Bulldog fan I look at Kentucky and I go okay that's a win not not guaranteed this year this is a legit Kentucky team yeah and the reason they're legit is their defense they're the only team in college football that hasn't allowed 21 points in a game all season Their highest is 20 to Texas A&M, and they're tied for the nation's lead in points allowed with Clemson, the number two team in the country, at 13. So that's what's been the reason for Kentucky's ascension. They've been getting better and better under head coach Mark Stoops, but this defense has kept them in every game. Their offense has struggled a little bit at times, but when you only have to score 21 a game, you can be 7-1. WSB Sports Director Jay Black joining us. Big matchup tomorrow. The winner takes the SEC East crown, and we'll get to the uh, inevitable uh, matchup with uh, Alabama in the SEC championship game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. How does Georgia uh, break through that tough Kentucky defense then, Jay? On the air, on the ground, or both? I think it's going to be more in the air. I think this is going to be a Jay, another Jake Fromm type of game like he had against the Florida Gators. That was really impressive to me what he did against Florida with all the kind of whining and complaining and the quarterback controversy that popped up for him to have a flawless performance, three touchdowns, and basically win that game for the Dogs. All three of his touchdown passes were on third down. So I like Jake Fromm to have a big game here. Georgia's running game got better against Florida last week. They're still not quite bashing people over the head like they were last year. But I think clearly as the Dogs go, Fromm will go. Now, I might have heard you incorrectly on Atlanta's Morning News, but did you? Did I hear you say this is Kentucky's first winning SEC season since 1978 or something like that? 1977, and actually that team was on probation, so they want to share the SEC title, but they couldn't take it. So, yeah, they have not had a winning record in the conference in 41 years. Even with Jared Lorenzen, I remember they were decent when they had the big fella at quarterback. They got around 500, but uh, didn't win more than they lost. That's insane. Um, all right, so obviously – here, Here's another here's another trivia question yeah. for you. Name the last coach of Kentucky's solo SEC champion. Judd Hickenbotham. Bear Bryant. Wow, that is a – 1950. That's a great trivia question. Um, Obviously, this crowd is going to be hyped up in Lexington, right? I mean, this is – 
this is unprecedented for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's like if Georgia had a chance to win the SEC basketball championship by itself, not with a tornado involved. <laughs> and what surprised me two years ago when we went up there, they had the loudest sound system I've ever heard in my life. They had done a lot of changes to the stadium, and that place was so loud, partly because of the sound system, partly because Kentucky was playing better. And Kirby Smart had mentioned that earlier this week, that that place is a lot louder than you think it is. So it's going to be a tough place to play and a tough place for the dogs to win the division. All right, tell us uh, about the action tomorrow, when and where. 11.30 is our tailgate show. We'll get it started from Lexington with uh, Jeff Dantzler and Kevin Butler with uh, Dog Talk pregame. Then Neil Williams and Eric Zier and Lauren Smith take it at 12.30. And Scott Howard's got the call for you at 3.39 right here on the Dopes. I expect a full Lexington food report update uh, from you Monday morning, my friend. Maybe bourbon? Or maybe not. <laughs> Probably not with Jay Black. WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black, bring us home a W, Jay. Will do. Joining us on the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show, longtime pal of the program, investigative reporter on the third floor from Channel 2 Action News, your friend and mine, Aaron Diamond. Aaron, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. How are you? You have that post-Halloween glow. Oh, it's all the sugar, pal. Did you, know, you uh, did you dress up? What, what the family dress I up? I did. I dressed up the same thing I always dress up in. Which a, is? A uh, Cleveland Browns jersey and a Cleveland Browns helmet because I still believe, man. Well, you just got rid of your coach. He's having his best coaching career ever, his best season ever. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I, I, look, don't get me started on that. We'll be yeah. here all night. I fell in love. I mean, uh, I've got a lot of friends from uh, the Ohio area, including yeah. you. And I watched uh, Hard Knocks with the Browns, and I'm like, I just love this team. Like, yeah. I root, I'm rooting so bad for the Cleveland and Browns. And now all of those fans who have jumped in on our bandwagon, no yeah. one knows what it's oh, like to be torture. a Clevelander, man. I always tell everybody, manage your expectations. Yeah, you, you we're find better new, than we were. Find new ways to lose games. Hey, man, it's they, unbelievable. There's a lot of good things going in Cleveland. You need some. Yeah, Cleveland got rocks. One big piece at the top. Cleveland, Cleveland does rocks, rock, as, as I was once told. Uh, do you want not? Uh, what does not rock was the massive cyber attack the city of Atlanta had. I guess about a year ago, you you came on the show many times to update us on the situation. And now you've got a special report coming up on Monday at uh, 5 p.m. on Channel 2 Action News. Kind of just resetting where we are, I guess, uh, post-cyber attack with the city of Atlanta. Yeah, that cyber attack in uh, March, March of this year. Oh, was that, oh, yeah, that it, it seems like a long yeah. time because we're busy people. Right? Exactly. <laughs> a lot going on. Lots happened since March. But it happened in March and it really hit the city like a nuclear bomb. Yeah. I mean, Mayor Bottoms was, you know, it was a young administration. And this was sort of the first real test of that administration from an internal so folks that might not remember all the way back to March, it was like it was like a ransomware, right? It was so, ransom. It was ransomware, right? Yeah, they load up their computers one morning and they get that you know that screen that yeah. says you know give us however many Bitcoin if you want us to release your stuff. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was tough for them, um, and and it impacted. I mean, this was. It's tough to get the city to admit it, but yeah. we know from our sources that it had a very widespread sure. impact. Um, you know. The public could see some of it. You remember, I mean, there were a lot of folks who may remember not being able to pay their water, water bill. bill for, yeah, right, they couldn't exactly. pay their water bill for a while. You had to go either go down there in person, and even then, they're like, "All right, well, we'll add it to the pile and write your name down." Well, that's but, that's the one drawback of living in this cyber era where everything, right. like, I pay every bill online. Yeah, you know, and so the city of Atlanta, every department is online. You mean I got to mail a check? Right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, so this? when this when this yeah. uh, the cyber attack hit. It had huge impacts on because the city of Atlanta is a huge city. It is. It's a huge operation that yeah. provides a lot of service. And it wasn't just – I mean, that was one of the main ones that the public saw, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, there were but, – but there were other ones. I mean, for businesses looking to uh, apply for permits and things like that, that got slowed sure. down. APD got hit. 
Um, you know, they say it never impacted public safety. They could kind of old, dispatch old school things like that. But, you know, they were having trouble. For example, it, 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 they, they lost their dash cam archive for oh, a while. And wow. they lost access to a lot of files. Now, they've been able to recover some yeah. of that. But here's the thing with this story, right? You know, we know that the city has spent or spent millions and millions of dollars on emergency contract, right? The, the, the consultants, the IT folks, really first responders to come in, assess the damage, manage the fallout. Yeah. We got a hold of a confidential report a few months ago that showed taxpayers could be on the hook for about $17 million wow. in total, you know, in future contracts. You know, the cities, it's stuff they were going to have to do at some point anyway, right? Because their systems were were outdated, a lot mm-hmm. of them. Um, and ob- they're working on with obsolete systems. But at the end of the day, right, it really f- made that uh, pr- a priority, sure. a, a better priority for the city. So we wanted to know, where are we, right? The uh, We've been working with, over the last few months, a uh, former FBI analyst, where, you know, we, we come back to him. Anytime we find something, he'll kind of tell us what it means, what can we learn from the contracts, and, and what does that tell us what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, look, a lot of it is a complete rebuild. Back then, when the cyber attack happened, he gave the city's cybersecurity posture like a D- minus or an F. He's like, you know, maybe I'll be generous, give him a D-. minus. Yeah. But what we had him do now, since the city isn't going to say, you know, hasn't been telling us a whole lot, we're like, all right, well, what can you do without breaking the law? You know, don't go hacking these guys. Yeah. But what can you see what with your- What vulnerabilities. Right, what vulnerabilities can you find- um, you know, things that a hacker would do before they, you know, basically casing the joint, sure. right? You know, it's not illegal to case the joint, right? <laughs> so we asked him to, <laughs> right? Well, I, I love that. But, but, right? <laughs> but we asked him to case the joint, not do anything illegal, not, not, not put anybody else at risk, but see what you can find. And he came back with a list of potential vulnerabilities yeah. that one would expect, you know, if you're spending that kind of money to be shored up. So we're going to get into that, um, you know, the, can't give you too many specific no, I mean, because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to give the bad guys a roadmap. Yeah. But, you know, the impressions it gave him, we've also talked to another cybersecurity strategist, you know, who, who, who sort of not, not just gives them the city a grade for where they are now, but what they can be doing better and why transparency to a point is, is, is critical as far as building trust with the community. Aaron Diamond, investigative reporter from Channel 2 Action News, joining us on the Mark Aram Show. His report live 5 p.m. on Monday on Channel 2 Action News. Forgive my ignorance or my lack of memory, or I don't even know if we got an answer. Did the city of Atlanta pay the ransom on this attack? Do we know? That we have no indication okay. that the city has paid the ransom. Okay. Um, we looked. We had our Scooby-Doo folks, you yeah. know, former FBI analysts, kind of look to see if they can find evidence of it. The city is adamant that they didn't pay um, the ransom. Would, they would have to tell us, though, wouldn't they? Well, the city have to be like, hey, we spent a half million dollars of your money. Well, to it was what was it like? Five, so it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that much. It yeah. was like six or seven six, Bitcoin at the time, which yeah. was worth you know, which was worth about fifty grand, which is not nothing, but yeah. for a city with you know that kind of budget. Sure. But you know, we were joking. It's like, what's so? What is the process through count? Like, how do you even facilitate yeah, exactly. a taxpayer funded payment to cyber criminals with Bitcoin? So it's not even like they could. Right, Write they a check. they're not meeting anybody with a park with a suitcase, <laughs> a briefcase full of money. Yeah. Like even if they wanted to, how do you go ahead and do that? Unbelievable. So, well, as a city, uh, a longtime city of Atlanta resident, this impacted me for sure, sure. and uh, it, it could act, impact me in the future. Making sure the city is no longer vulnerable. Uh, Aaron Diamond, always a pleasure. And don't forget, kids, uh, from Aaron Diamond's mouth. To your young ears, it is not illegal to case a joint. So oh, you can you can case man. a joint all you want. I'm gonna get that, a phone call that, from somebody at APA. That is now. not illegal. Right, just don't just don't break in anybody's yeah, house. You can case any joints you want. Oh, man. Aaron, always a pleasure, buddy. Thanks, pal. See ya. Hang tight, we'll be right back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show.
All right, thanks to uh, Aaron Diamond from Channel 2 Action News. Thanks to uh, WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black. Christmas, Christmas is coming up, and that means it's time for the Mark Aram Show Christmas Cards. So if you want a Mark Aram Show Christmas card this year, all you have to do, very simple, is uh, send an email to lowtchuck at wsbradio.com. That's lowtchuck at wsbradio.com. Send an email that contains your full name and your mailing address, and then we'll make sure you get a Mark Aram Show Christmas card. Here's the caveat, though. I'm only uh, printing out 350 of these bad boys this year. So uh, if you're after, if you're the 351st person to request a Christmas card, you will not get one. So do it quickly because the spots are going quick. Again, if you want a Mark Aram Show Christmas card with me, Deb Green, Longoria, Low T, Little Sanjay, the whole crew, uh, you better email Chuck now. Again, it's lowtchuck at wsbradio.com. Uh, send him your full name and mailing address, and you will get a Christmas card. All right. We'll be right back with Jackie Fabulous, an amazing comedian and actress. Uh, she's at the Punchline this weekend. That's right after news, weather, and traffic. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Henry Winkler. How are you? And you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. How lucky are you? Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram and pals at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. A lot of press the last couple of days. Um, allegedly, Oprah came to Atlanta to uh, stump for uh, Stacey Abrams, the uh, Democratic nominee for the governorship of Georgia. But in actuality, Oprah came to uh, Atlanta this weekend to see Jackie Fabulous at the Punchline Comedy Club. <laughs> and they give me a car. Yeah, and they give me a car. <laughs> Jackie joins us live on the Mark Aram Show. How are you, my dear? I'm good, Mark. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. You were not You were here back in May. It wasn't I that was long ago. Memorial Day. You know, I took a chance and asked the club, can I come back to run some material? They were like, sure. So I love Atlanta. Atlanta is a I good get place. it. I understand why you guys live here. Yeah. it's uh, it's pretty. Except from the traffic. Oh my God! It's it's uh, that would make it. <laughs> I changed my whole opinion. Atlanta is horrible. Yeah, from the airport and it was raining too. And I'm yeah. from L- I live in LA, where the traffic's where a the nightmare. traffic is the the capital of traffic yeah. is where I live. But out here, I'm like I'm not gonna make it to any show. Is it like it at like in Atlanta? So there's certain times people know like all right on a Friday afternoon. I'm just not going to try to go anywhere. Are there certain times in L.A. where you're like, no, no, it's not going to happen. I'm not even You know what? The thing about, I guess, working in entertainment in L.A., we have to be where we have to be. Sure. So we can never say I'm not going to go somewhere. Yeah. But we'll say, we'll we'll get off the freeway and go to a movie maybe. (laughs) Go shopping. We're all notorious for knowing, getting off. Go run all your errands now because you know you're not going home. Yeah. (laughs) One of my favorite things. things about LA traffic. I don't know if you ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. When Larry David gets the hooker so he can use the uh, HOV lane. Which hooker did he use that time? It was... Um, was it I, the black lady? Yes. That's my girlfriend, Kim Whitley? Yes. Yes. And then they, <laughs> they go back and they smoke weed with his dad. Oh, my 
God. But like how like that's how bad LA traffic was. He was yes. trying to get to a Dodgers game and uh-huh. he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna hire this uh call girl, uh-huh. this lady of the night. I don't want any favors. I no. just want her to ride so I can use the HOV. Oh, lane. I love the Renette role. <laughs> and that's actually realistic. If I could find a male hooker to put in my car <laughs> to help me take up some time, because trust me, I've 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 uh figured out the meaning of life in traffic yeah, in my it's, mind. It's so bad. Yeah, I know. So but all right, let's just say Non-work related, so it's like uh, f- uh, Thursday night, and your friend's like, "Hey, let's let's go have dinner in Santa Monica." Can I, you, I say like, no all yeah, the time. Exactly. <laughs> I say no because I know the traffic. I know there's no parking. Yeah. I know there's no valet. I've said no to many an invite because I'm like, you know, we don't go nowhere on Friday. Exactly. At 3 p.m. What's wrong with yeah. you? So you, you can know? relate. It, Atlanta. It's, well, Atlanta has actually turned into. Uh, Kind of in L.A. because we're doing so many uh, films and it TV is. shows here. I was just thinking on, at the airport, the people who are getting on the plane with me, they look like industry people. I can yeah. tell they're producers and stuff. And Atlanta is now the second hub where Hollywood is. Because years ago, I'm like, I don't want to live in it. I'm not from Atlanta. I'm from New York, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And now I'm like, if I get a job in, in L.A., New York, and now Atlanta is the other option sure. to go shoot shows or whatever. So Atlanta's different now in a wonderful way i had a friend from la who lived out there for you know 15 years was a cameraman yeah did camera work on um sitcoms reality shows like a lot of tv shows he moved to to noonan a couple years ago he's like all the work is here now man yeah so and it's a lot cheaper i was about to say and if you can get a good tv job making that the same good tv salary money and get your house out here you can buy a farm (laughs) <laughs> what a house costs in in California. Yeah, no doubt. A house in the Hollywood Hills would be one whatever, starting at a million for a studio. Do or people a even condo. buy houses in LA? Yeah, all my Do girlfriend, they? all my friends, they all still buy houses. Okay. We all complain, but we want to live in California. Yeah. But a lot of people, they live in California, they have an apartment or a condo in Cali, but get the major house out here or in the south somewhere sure. because you can you can get several thousands of acres. For what it costs in California, <laughs> you can have cattle, you can have livestock. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's so funny. I had, um, I'm glad you mentioned that. I had Lou Gossett Jr. on the show. Couple, oh my God, is he, yeah. he's alive still? He's alive. Of course and he is. So here's the deal <laughs> he's moving to Atlanta and he's like, I want to buy a farm. Is he 100? Was he 82? Okay, but close. still sharp as ever. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. But he wants to buy a sustainable food farm or whatever. You, you know? can. That's what he said. He's like, yeah. I can afford it. I, you know, I sell my place in L.A. I can buy a farm. Yeah, not in Atlanta, but like in the suburbs. Oh and, yeah, and get a nice place. When I watch those shows on HGTV and I see the people shopping <laughs> for their houses, and they're like, it's not enough room, and it'd be like a, a gigantic <laughs> kitchen, a great room, a outdoor kitchen. I was like, you are so we are so spoiled. An example of that. I had my apartment. I'm getting new floors in my apartment, and the maintenance guy came to take the measurements. Yeah. Uh, Latino dude, Mexican guy. And he walked through. He was like, you have it. Americans are so spoiled. Because <laughs> he walked through. I had a TV in every room. Oh, and I'm yeah. always complaining about how I don't make enough money. But you walk around my house. He's like, no, you're you're just fine. Yeah. So I think we're greedy. We don't realize it, you know. But Oh, definitely. You know, we and, have- and the more successful you get. See, we were talking off the air about yeah. Free food in the newsroom. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how much money I make, yes. I, I can't turn down free food in the newsroom because that's just the way I'm ingrained. Like when I started out, you know, I was making no money. Yeah. And one of the only benefits of working in radio and TV was, oh, there's free they food. Feed there's you donuts. All the time. There's pizza. There's all the time. So like, even if I don't like it, I'm yeah. gonna like I'm gonna eat this. Yeah. You know, oh, it's a bologna sandwich, but it's free. Okay. <laughs> a um, lot of my friends who. I don't have many friends who are really, really, really rich, but even the ones who I know make a lot of money, 
if we go anywhere, they're like, can I get a doggy bag? I'm putting this in my purse. <laughs> they bring food because they, they remember yeah. the starting the struggle. days. The struggle. The struggle. You know? Jackie is beyond the struggle. Jackie Fabulous at the Punchline Comedy Club tonight, yeah. tomorrow, and Sunday. Tickets online at punchline.com. So is Oprah going tonight or tomorrow or Sunday? You know what? Oprah is going to stop at my hotel first. We're going to have dinner. Yes. And then we're going to probably get a new outfit, and then we're going to go to the show <laughs> together. That's all of my dreams. None of that is true. But Oprah, holler at your girl. Come on. You here now? Let's do it. Exactly right. Have you ever met uh, Miss Winfrey? No, I haven't. I've, no. I've gone to her studios in Chicago, I think, before she moved to California. And I was in her you know, her office area yeah. and saw her pictures on the wall. Is that the same thing? No, it's no, not. Is it? Not <laughs> even close. But, I mean, you're, you're close. You were in the, uh, yeah. in the sphere, the Oprah sphere. I wrote some jokes for Kim Whitley once again, who did yeah. one of uh, a show on OWN. And I wrote for a show on OWN for four years, but never met never Oprah. Met I wrote on one of her comedy shows. She, uh, Her best friend, of course, is Gail King. Yes. And when I was in college, I interned at uh, WFSB, Channel uh, 3 in Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. And I was Gail King's intern. Really? Yeah. Well, not just her, like, the whole newsroom, but what, I worked with her. What else? Is, were, and, you, were you her secret lover? No, no. No, of course not. No. That was another anchor lady. <laughs> no, no. But uh, this is before Oprah blew up yes. and became Oprah. Yeah. Um, and Gail King was the nicest person ever. Yeah, I've heard she's like, nice. She I've heard was she's... so nice. Yeah. Um, That's why she's so doing so well. People who are really nice, you ever notice, you hear, you hear people who are really doing really well, you always kind of hear, and they're also really nice. Yeah. Because we want to work with you if you're a nice person, and she, Gail, I've yeah. heard, is nice. And, and it's, you know, there are some bad apples in the television business. Of course. I'm I've sure there's bad few. apples in, uh, in the comedian business. You know, there are a few that have, you know, been challenging to work with and talk to and get to know, and... I've made some mistakes and made some friendships that are, are over now, but I've yeah. learned. Let me ask you this. Uh, this might be an uncomfortable thing to talk about. Never. But in the in the world of comedy, uh, the whole Louis C.K. thing. Ah, did there we did go. you ever work with them? <laughs> did you, I mean, no. I don't want to ask anything too personal, but. Oh, no, you can ask him anything. I don't care. He didn't um, ask you to watch him do anything, did he? You know, he hasn't. And what's funny is that, <laughs> you know what's interesting? That topic comes up, and every woman I know, including myself, gets all like, oh, here we go. With this. <laughs> But you know he 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 did what he did. He's yeah. trying to repent for it now. What's interesting is that he's a comedy seller regular, of course, yeah, in New York. Yeah. And I did the comedy seller in Vegas, and I got offered a spot in New York. Couldn't do it because I'm in California. But I'm th- I'm like, oh my god, I might actually be on a show with yeah. him now. Realizing that was his past. It was his past. As long as he's, I don't. But here's my thing: when he came back and did his first set at the seller. I heard he did. I read that he did like sex jokes. Yeah. And my only thing is, can you give us a minute? Can you give us yeah, a break? Exactly. We understand you want to get back to what you're talking about, but Do some can, other stuff. First. Yes. Just give us talk about puppies, your parents, anything. Is is it was it well known in the comic world before the disclosure came out? You that, know what's that, fun? When it, when whenever there's a I guess an alleged perv in the business, yeah. He's kind of he or she has kind of been a perv long before it breaks. Sure. So there were always rumors that you know he did or someone else like him may have been inappropriate, and it, we kind of keep it in the community because we're like we'll handle it, yeah, or we'll not deal with them anymore, yeah. or we'll quit, or we'll report them quietly. But I guess but one person you know blew the lid off, and now nothing is secret anymore. Yeah. So but yeah, I think in every community. When there's things like that happening, people know about Word it. Word travels fast. Word travels. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's like the the black sheep, the quiet you know, a problem in the family that we all keep secret, yeah. and then it comes out, and then we're like, oh, okay, well, we all knew already. Uncle Frank, yeah, yeah, we yeah. all, you know, 
he can't be around children. That guy, you know. Yeah, don't 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 leave the kids around Uncle. Uncle Frank. Stan cannot drink before <laughs> noon, guys. You know the rules. That uh, kind of thing. Jackie Fabulous on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, she's at the Punchline Comedy Club tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Tickets yeah. available online at punchline.com. We mentioned Oprah. Um, in in your illustrious uh, and and albeit brief comedy career, you started late in the game. You started. I started when I was thirty five, yeah. but I've been doing it for thirteen years. So I'm, you know. You look fantastic, by the way. Stop it! You You're look so thirty five now. Oh, it's ha- all the vodka. Is there? A, we talked about Oprah. Has there any? Uh, I'm gonna two part question. Yes. Um, who's the biggest name you've worked with, and who's the biggest celebrity you've looked in the crowd and said, "Oh my goodness, I can't believe they're watching me right now." Oh my god, biggest I've worked with. I might maybe Wanda Sykes, where oh, I yeah. was writing on the show that it was her show, mm-hmm. so I got to meet her. She might be the the epitome for me in terms of stand up sure. comedy so far. Yeah. And I met Eddie Murphy, but we didn't work together. Where did I you met meet him Eddie a few Murphy? times? He he gets coffee near my house. That's his coffee shop. And oh, he, does he I thought he lives in Jersey. No, he no. Lives well, in... he might. Well, he's might have many residences. That's that's. I mean, <laughs> but Eddie his main Murphy, one. I know. The, that's it. The Holy Grail. So when I met him, when I was growing up, forget it. I know, and I know his. I know his cousin and Arsenio Hall, who's a yeah. good friend of his, but I never met him. So when I met him, it was kind. of, I guess Arsenio. Arsenio is the biggest I've probably worked with. I've been on his show sure. a few times. Now he's a good friend. Good. But Eddie is still. Eddie's How does the, Eddie take his coffee? I don't know. You know, You're he gets a lot of, of he get he doesn't get a lot of warm drinks. Whenever I've seen him, <laughs> he's gotten iced coffees and ice drinks. What a freak! What a, <laughs> but when I, I I finally got the nerve to ask him for a selfie, when I finally was like, "Look, Jackie, yeah. you may not see him again." And he was the nicest guy. You got the selfie? I got the selfie. Do you have it on your phone? I do. All right, you're going to send it to me. I will. During the break here. Yo, shucks. Was this at a coffee, coffee bean? Where coffee was it? bean and tea leaf. I don't want to say the address. I want to give the man some privacy. I know which one you're talking about. You do? I don't real, say the address. No, no. Okay. Real quick. So I'm yes. staying with my friend in, in L.A. Yeah. Just a couple years back. Uh-huh. And um, him and his wife and there's two kids. And they go to work. I mm-hmm. wake up at like 9 in the morning. And I got to go to the bathroom really bad. And they've got Pilar, who's the <laughs> housekeeper there, who speaks no English. Yeah. And I go to I go to go to the bathroom, and they've got child locks on the toilet. Like you can't lift the toilet. Yeah. Well, it's also an adult lock because I couldn't lift it. <laughs> I went to every toilet in the house, couldn't do it. Yeah. And I was looking for Pilar uh-huh. to show me how to open the toilet. She's yeah. gone. She took the kids to the park. Yeah. So I had to run down to the coffee bean to use yeah. the bathroom there. It was like a scene out of uh, <laughs> out of a horror movie. It was awful. You know, I want to answer the other part. The, the, who have I seen in the audience? Really famous. Yeah. I have a crush. Jesse okay. Williams, the from Grey's Anatomy. I saw him in the audience, and I literally was glad I have a huge crush on him. So that was the one I saw. I was kind of like, oh, my God, I got to finish my sentence. I'm going to go to a humble, uh, pull a humble brag out as we go to the break here. Yeah. Jesse Williams. Yes. Grey's Anatomy. No. What? Uh, follows me on Twitter. Oh, I was about to say, Damn. do you know him? Hey, no, I don't Tell know him. Tell him to holler at his girl. <laughs> Jackie, hang on one more segment. Okay. All right. Jackie, fabulous in studio and at the Punchline this weekend. Tickets online at punchline.com. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show in studio. The fabulous and thusly named Jackie Fabulous yeah. joins us in The Mark Aram Show. I asked you last time you were on the show what your real name was, and you told me, and I've soared to secrecy, so I, I won't. Uh, oh, I don't care. I'm I changing it permanently to Jackie Fabulous. You should, yeah. I am. Absolutely. I go by that everywhere, so why yeah, not? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Jackie's at the Punchline this weekend, starting tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Uh, punchline.com. Um, and if you want, if you ask nicely, she might give you a loaf of French bread. I um, do have a bag full, thanks to you, for no reason. I can't even, I don't even understand what you guys do here. Every gift of the market, every guest of the Mark Aram show gets a gift, and you just happen to get the French bread gift today. A five, a five, uh, a <laughs> five, five foot long. <laughs> um, Jackie, uh, we want to keep up with you on online, social media, and all that stuff. How can we find you? JackieFabulous.com. That is the key to everything social media, at Jackie Fabulous on Instagram, but Jackie Fabulous website or google it and more will come up than you ever wanted to see about me yeah and she's <laughs> she's a fabulous follow on instagram by the way hilarious stuff thank so, you so, so check much that out um and while you're online you can follow me on instagram folks or twitter at mark aram and while you're online and jackie this goes for you too if you want a mark aram show christmas card this year <gasps> you have to uh, email your home name your home name your real name <laughs> full name yes. and home address Email that to lowtchuck at wsbradio.com. Uh, the slots are going out fast, so we only have a couple left. So if you want the Mark Aram Show Christmas card, yes, Jewish man <laughs> sending out Christmas cards every year. Email your home address to uh, lowtchuck at wsbradio.com. You're Jewish? I am Jewish. Get out. Yeah. Couldn't tell, right? Not at all. <laughs> You're sweet. Jackie, always a pleasure. Thank you, uh, Mark. I had fun. As, as did I. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.